Podcasts from the Cat. Okay, so we have our lovely guest, Catherine, on the phone. Good morning, Catherine. Can you hear me okay? I can, Megan. Hello. Good how, morning, everybody. Oh, how are you? Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Enjoying looking at the sunshine today. Oh, well, I'm stuck in the studio, so I'm not too sure what it's like. Is it lovely out there? It is at the moment, yeah. I think it's a bit cold, but it's beautiful weather. It's nice when it's cold and cold and crispy, but it's sunny. That's fine. It's yes. when it's raining and it's yes. dull that it's not so fine. <laughs> not so good. Not no. so great, not so great. Well, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. It's very, very much appreciated, um, especially, obviously, with it being Children's Mental Health Week. Uh, we just felt that it was very fitting and very perfect to have you on the show. So if you can tell us a little bit about yourself and your job role with Cheshire East council that would be wonderful yeah sure um so i'm a councillor which means i'm an elected member um and uh i i'm the portfolio holder for children and families on cheshire east council so really i'm an advocate for children and young people and i provide sort of oversight for all children's services education early years social care and care for children also children's health uh, early help um, so I, I'm involved, I work closely with officers on the council, uh, I lead on developing policies, ensuring the budget is spent wisely yeah. and uh, to make sure that we offer the best possible services for our children. Well, it sounds like you're a very busy lady. I am. <laughs> Keeps us out of trouble, doesn't it? That's what I always Absolutely. say. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I have, I've, I've retired from teaching. Uh, I've been te- a teacher for 21 years okay. in, in high school. So uh, I retired last summer um, so that I could then give my full attention to this role. So it's been quite a change, but uh, it's it's a it's a great role and I'm really enjoying it. Oh, well, that is lovely to hear, especially, you know, when it's sort of time to be slowing down. It sounds like you're even busier than, than when you were teaching. Uh, but when yeah. you enjoy it, you don't mind, do you? It doesn't become, no, it's not no. a job sometimes if you love what you do. And that's really, really nice. So Absolutely. children's mental health. Obviously, is a topic which is spoken about a lot more nowadays, than, especially than when it used to be. Um, but I think it's been brought to our attention even more since the pandemic. So, is your experience over the last ten? What is your experience? Um, you know, especially in the last ten months of COVID, and, and how it's affected our children of Cheshire East. <coughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it has come to our attention much more, and uh, obviously, we're really concerned about how the pandemic is affecting yeah. well everybody, but particularly young children, because uh, they've really had their lives turned upside down, haven't of they? And, they uh, have absolutely. You know, so they're 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 obviously going to be experiencing a lot of anxiety. They'll be worrying about their loss of education. They're worrying about their future. Um, you know, older children will be worrying about their exams that they're not being able to take. But also, I think they'll experience a lot of loss of social interaction. They're missing their friends. Of course. Uh, and even, even when schools are open, they, they, you know, they're not able to attend the out-of-hours activities that schools offer, which offer them that social opportunity. So they can be experiencing loneliness. But also, you know, I, I think for children, it's really unprecedented in how much they're hearing about um, and experiencing death and illness, yeah. you know, which is not something we want them to be, be dealing with. And, and it, you know, they're, they're suffering grief and bereavement. <clears throat> and they're also lose, lost that support from teachers and pastoral teams, which is often an outlet for their worries, you know, people they feel they can talk to. 
Exactly. Um, it's it, an outside thing that they would normally get. I mean, sometimes, absolutely, you yeah. know, obviously it's great and we should always talk to our parents, if you know, and that's really, really good. Mm. But sometimes, you know, we feel a bit more, you know, as kids, you sometimes felt a little bit more comfortable speaking to an outside party, where it's a lot, yeah. it's a lot more difficult for the children to access that now because they're obviously mm. being at home full time with parents or carers or whoever, whomever they're obviously they're staying with. So sometimes they're probably not being able to express yeah. themselves as they usually yeah. would or, or even to their friends yeah. you know they, they're not they're not having that face-to-face contact are they maybe yeah and I, and I, and I think that there, there's also you know it, it's obviously difficult for parents and families as well and there may have been higher tensions in the home yes. throughout lockdown that they're having to deal with you know they've had to you know in many cases had to mature more quickly mm. increase their independence you know it's, 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 they've probably you know although, that, although they've lost some some of their education they've learned a lot in other ways about you know uh increasing their independence and how to how to deal with other things yeah. helping in yeah responsibility and ca- learning about caring for others um but also we, we are really worried about our more vulnerable children you know because we often rely on uh, the, the contact they have in schools you know to make them visible to the authorities you know yes. people particularly with mental health you know where they might be self-harming you know that that that, that can become invisible and that that's obviously been a worry for us throughout this time as well. Of course it has. So obviously, how are Cheshire East helping these families and children who are experiencing these difficulties? Well, Cheshire East Council, um, along with its partners, we've been providing services to support children and young people's mental health for, for many years. And back in 2015, we piloted the Emotionally Healthy Schools Programme, okay. uh, which was continuing. So that, that sort of offers help uh, and signposting for school staff to to support mental health and to ensure that they make it a topic that, that children can talk about. Um, there's also been some new training packages for staff in from uh, wellbeing and education and we've been offering sort of um, sessions to, to uh, teachers to, to show how they can support children in, me- in mental health when they return. But also we, um, you know, we've made sure that there's been no loss of support or contact with our vulnerable children, yes. uh, moving to virtual meetings, finding new creative ways of working. Um, and uh, we've often found that actually that engagement virtually uh, has been better for many of our oh. children who, who feel more comfortable with, with that platform, you know, where, uh, you know, it's what they know, isn't it, children? They, they, they're good with technology. <laughs> yeah, constantly yeah. on their iPads or yeah, phones, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so another thing that we, that we did, you know, last November, we had a, um, a conference with the Youth Council and the Youth Council have, have, uh, have, um, um, a poll, a ballot every year called Make Your Mark and, and mental health for young people has been the top issue for the last three years. Yes. So we had a mental health conference um, called Taboo. Oh, yes, I've um, heard about that, yes. Yeah, it was great and it, it offered lots of strategies and ideas on how to cope and to, to people to share their experiences but it, it gave us a valuable insight into what young people have been experiencing. Of course, it gives you the material to then COVID, yeah, yeah. So that, that was that was great. Um, other two things which I, I, I will, I'm obviously going to be pushing today because I want people to know about these is mm, that we have a, a mental health crisis line. Now that that's always been there, but we've we've included that we've made that all age now, so it's open to children and it's also twenty four seven. So that's the really urgent cases where people need desperate help. Yes. But also a new initiative which we're really um, excited about is this new chat health. Uh, and this is um, a text service, so it can be anonymous, but it's, it enables children to access the school nurse 
um, which they, you know, obviously they can't when they're not in school, no. and they can text for advice and help and just support. So, um, you know, later on, I'll get happy to give out the numbers for those if uh, if, if you if you'd like, like yes, me to. Yes, please do, and um, we'll definitely put them on our cat website as well. So, yeah, you know, that's yeah. always everything's um, easily accessed. So, is there any advice at the moment for families who feel their children are currently feeling the pressure, um, and not just of COVID, but just day to day life and challenges that we face? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you said, it, mental health has got a higher profile now, but because of that, I think the stigma is falling away. Mm. So, so talking to your children about their mental health, telling them that it's okay not to be okay. Yes. You know, it's okay to feel the way they're feeling. They're not alone. Many people are feeling like nothing. Uh, trying to stay positive, tell them that we will get through this. It, it's, you know, there is an end to it. Uh, it can often feel like there isn't going to be an end. No. But uh, but uh, what, what I'd really want to say to, to parents is, is really know that you're doing a good job. You can only do your best. And, and you know, you. I know that many parents are feeling anxious that they're, you know, that they're, they're, they're not able to, to offer their children, you know, the education that they would normally be getting. And they've got a lot of pressures trying to do the homeschooling and having their children. And also many of them still trying to do jobs from home themselves. So... Yeah, so just, you know, know that you're doing a good job. Oh. You are doing a good job. Uh, teach, ch teaching children self-help te techniques is another great one. You know, recognising the signs and, and, and uh, helping them to learn ways to um, self-soothe. One of the things that came out of the conference was uh, an idea about a self-soothe box yeah. where, where young people can collect items that they feel, you know, uh, are helpful to them or they have an emotional connection to. It might be... Um, it might be photographs or, you know, objects or oh. materials they like to feel or things that smell nice, just things that they can turn to. Uh, and also just to get help if it's needed. There is a lot of help out there. Um, and, and really, you know, don't struggle. Don't struggle on, on your own. Um, you know, please get help if you need it because we're here to support people. Oh, that's lovely. So most important question. Thanks so much for all of that. Absolutely. Um, wealth of knowledge, which is brilliant. Um, wealth of health. Um, so, where, how, how can we get in contact, and, and what are the contact numbers? Obviously, we, you know, we will put them online. But what's the yeah. best way for children and parents to get in contact with you? Okay, so on the Cheshire East uh, website, there's a there's a huge area um, for mental health. Um, so it's the mental health info point, and there are links there to children's mental health and and also you know general mental health. And it was signposted due to many um, outside organisations. There are some fantastic um, sort of websites that children can access where they can get you know um, it's like a communities where you can talk to other children who are expressing problems. Coos is a particularly good one. There's Mind, uh, one called Vision. All those are, are, are linked on this on our website. Brilliant. Um, and and there's all sorts of um, tips and advice and things you can do um, to, you know, self-help techniques. But also, most importantly, as I said, signposting to where you can get real help. Now, the two services that I mentioned earlier, the uh, the crisis line, which yes. is, you know, for immediate help, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The number for that is 0800 145 6485. Um, so that's a phone support service where you can, you know, Children can phone, parents can phone as well if they want advice about their children. Yes. And then the chat health one, which is, is really exclusively for, for, for children, um, and that's a tech one. service, yeah. yeah, which is great, which they'll love. Uh, and that's 07507 329 908. 
So, um, and that, so it can be anonymous. They can just get, you know, little, um, tips. It can be any health and wellbeing issues, anxiety, bullying, you know, relationships, any emotional health. Uh, so that's, um, that's a really great, um, sort of initiative uh, that we're really pleased with and we're hoping it's going to do a lot of help for our young people. I'm certain, that, I'm certain that it will and that's absolutely brilliant. So Catherine, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, it's been You're absolutely wonderful to talk um, and especially with it being um, Children's Mental Health Week, you've just been um, a wealth of knowledge and an, a real big help. So thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. No thank problem. you. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.